Welcome to Ditch the Binge, the podcast where I help you stop binge eating and build a banging body image without having to obsessively track all your meals, be haunted by the scale, or waste another year of your life being controlled by how you look. If you are finally ready to end the war with food and body and grab life by the balls, you are in the right place. Welcome back to the show. Hello, everyone. So excited to be back and I'm excited for this topic. The topic of weighing yourself. Buckle up, folks. (laughs) Hopefully I'm about to ruffle some feathers here, maybe make a couple of you uncomfortable out there. And that's okay because here's the thing with discomfort and here's the thing with a lot of the podcast, hopefully, and uh, posts that I do, things that I say to my current clients that are listening to this and people that just listen and follow along and want to heal your relationship with food. What I say should be a little bit triggering. What I say should make you stop and think. What I say should be something you have never really thought about doing. You should occasionally or hopefully frequently scratch your head and think, huh, well, never thought about it that way. Because the way that you're currently operating around food and body and life is habit, right? Like you've formed some really strong neural pathways in your brain and you do what you do because you feel like it's the best thing, right? We don't tend to run around trying to make real bad choices. (laughs) I mean, some of us know this is a bad choice and then we do it anyways, but for the most part, we're like, I don't even know, like I can't stop. I want to stop doing this and I just can't stop. And one of the most common things I hear clients say is, I know what to do and I can't seem to do it. And this is because you're smart. You are a smart person. My clients blow me away all of the time. Like they are very talented, very motivated, very dedicated, very passionate, all of the things, individuals, like they're rock stars. But with their food stuff, their body stuff, their confidence stuff, they have kind of created this way of living, this way of thinking, this way of being that isn't getting them what they want anymore. So it probably did in the beginning and that's why you started doing it. And then it was like, oh my gosh, I don't even want to do this anymore, but I can't even think of another way to do any of this. So all of that to be to to say that like this could be a little bit triggering for you. I hope this I hope this makes you stop and think. I hope all of my episodes make you stop and think a little bit because at the end of the day my goal for any of you out there listening is to help you end the war with food and body because it's a real inhibitor to your life in general. One of my favorite things this last week, I usually it's so weird with my clients but I feel like there's always a theme of the week. And this week, it was really about better relationships. I don't know. I'm not into astrology and Saturn's always doing something weird and the moon's always crazy and all that stuff. So I don't really know about any of that stuff. But I will say, almost all of my clients this week had 
relationship stuff, right? They got to tell me how I'm finally having solid conversations with my partner, like conversations where normally I would just shut down and eat all of the things, or I would not eat anything because I would be upset or I would fight or I would get, they would get under my skin. My sister would drive me nuts. My, you know, all of these things with family, but this work is about so much more than just food. Because if you think about it, we don't use our food. I mean, we're using it as kind of like a buffer, right? As a way to kind of escape reality, as a way to, it's kind of like an emotional regulator, right? If things get, that was for me at least, like, shoot, I didn't even need a real reason, whether I was super excited, super sad or bored or lonely or it was a Tuesday. Like there wasn't really, I didn't need a lot for, oh my gosh, this would be a great opportunity to binge. Um, but we just tend to use food in that way. And so when we use food as a way to maybe escape life or deal with difficult situations or difficult emotions or difficult people, it's not wrong. It's not, And also, I always like to add this in that emotional eating really isn't that bad, right? It's like not really that bad. We, we feel like it is the worst thing ever. And all that does is perpetuate the cycle. But in reality, it's just not that bad. But I understand wanting to do this work because it can make things frustrating. It can make them feel harder than they need to be. And it can make you feel inadequate. Like, what's wrong with me? Why can't I just have these conversations? Why can't I just talk about what this is? Why do I feel insecure? Why do I feel less than? And we tend to use food. And so I kind of forgot where I was going with all of this. (laughs) But I think it's just to be said that we use food and our bodies in ways that at one point served us. At one point got us what we wanted, led us where we wanted. And at a certain point, it stops working. And today on that topic, I want to talk about weighing yourself. Do you weigh yourself? Do you have a bathroom scale? How often are you weighing yourself? Have you ever stopped before standing on the scale to say, why am I doing this? Have you ever thought about that? Have you ever really stopped to question, what am I doing this for? What am I trying to get out of this number? Because from my experience, there was really never a good number, whether it was higher or lower. Let me explain. So we all know when it's higher, (laughs) what that's like, right? We go in the bathroom. It's been a doozy of a weekend, we went out with friends, or the week we were just PMSing and we were eating a bunch of chocolate and not doing anything because we had diarrhea and gas and it was horrible. Oh, that's how my weeks before PMS are. And we just wanted to lounge around, or maybe you were traveling, you went out to a couple extra restaurants or out to eat or just whatever. And so then the morning comes and you go into the bathroom and you stand on the scale 
why? What do you think that number is going to do for you? Now, what most of my clients say is, well, I, I, I just need to like check in. I just need to know how I'm doing. I just, you know, I just need to like keep track of things. I just need to make sure like things are in order. I'm like, huh, does that help? <laughs> does that really help you, quote, keep things in order? Because here's what typically happens when we stand on a scale and our number is a bit higher than we expect. We instantly get hit with a wave of panic and guilt and anxiety, even though you knew from the last week of how you've been eating or if you've been traveling or if you've just been living your life or if you've just been whatever, you already know that number's probably gonna be higher, right? You already know that. But you stand on the scale almost for like a double dose of guilt. I kind of equate the scale to a domestic uh, a domestic relationship, right? Like abusive relationship. It's like you forget how bad it is every day or every time you stand on it. You're like, no, it's going to be different this time. It's going to be different. It's going to be different. It's never different. <laughs> so we go in there, we stand on the scale. It's up one pound. I know some of you guys freak out about one pound because I used to, okay? I had the scale that was like the decimals, you know, the point whatever. And I used to lose my mind about that. One pound, three pounds, seven pounds, and then, oh shit, I cannot believe I've let myself go. What is wrong with me? The party bus stops here. I'm getting back on track. Welcome, ladies, to the diet binge cycle. Because after we have that moment, what do we do? Whew. Let's just skip breakfast altogether. Or if we're having breakfast, it's like egg whites and a low-carb tortilla. right? We try and go through the day, and all we're thinking about is that stupid number. All of a sudden, our pants feel extra uncomfortable. We can feel every shirt on our body. Our bras are bothering us. Our underwear are digging into our sides. It's almost like I've done this, right? It's almost like I've lived that. <laughs> and it's like extra punishing on ourselves, right? We put the pants on that are too small because damn it, I'm going to get you back into shape, body. I'm going to make you fit into these and you don't deserve to be comfortable. So we're going to put these clothes on that are just a little bit too tight so you can get back in order. So you're motivated to eat less. So you're motivated to make healthier choices. So you're motivated to go to the gym. And you know what? Maybe that works for a day or two, or three. But eventually, we can't hold on. Eventually, we get hungry. Eventually, we get angry, or sad, or feel defeated. And then, we turn to food. And then maybe that lasts, who knows, one evening, three days, four weeks, we get back on the scale and the cycle continues. 
You know, and if you're a daily wear, I don't know if you realize the toll that it takes on you mentally until you stop doing it. You know, when I think back to the days when I was binging or binging and purging or even drinking, I'm like, how did I maintain that? Like, I'm going to do a podcast at a certain point that's just my story and have like trigger warnings galore because I'm going to get into the details. But I was like massively bulimic for a long time. And I didn't always purge. I was often just like, I was binging too. Or maybe my purges weren't actually throwing up, but through exercise. And I went hard. Like it wasn't just a little bit. And so when I think back to those days where in, when I, years, when I did that or the drinking and getting drunk and then having to recover from a hangover and oh, throwing all the bottles away, like my eating and my drinking had a very similar parallels. It was exhausting. It really was another life. Like I had two lives. I had the life that presented herself to work. And then I had the life that happened between closed doors. And it's exhausting. And maybe you're not at the level that I was at. That's fine. Like the solution for all of us is exactly the same. I don't care if you're binging once or twice a week or you're just, quote, an emotional eater or you just overeat sometimes or you're binging nightly or whatever. The solution remains the same. And when we get on the scale and we weigh ourselves, if you're in the position of wanting to end the war with food and your body, if you are tired of food and weight controlling your life, taking over your day, if you're tired of it being the thing that you always run to when you're tired or at the end of the day or when you get in a fight with your partner or when you're irritated with your children, every single time we weigh ourselves, any amount of trust that we have built up, the scale rips it out from underneath us. Because in the beginning of this work, if you are really wanting to end the war with food and body, you're like, I just want to be sane. And some of you are like, yeah, but I also want to lose weight. That's fine. Most of my clients do. Like that's... That's okay. It, actually, I had one, someone recently be like, I don't feel like I sh- can tell you this, but I want to lose weight. Listen, don't ever feel shame telling me something because nothing you think is wrong. It's just a thought and it's your brain. It's just your brain doing what it does with the information that it has right now. Nothing you can tell me is worthy of feeling guilt and shame over. Because it's not a problem, it's just the way you're thinking right now. Wanting to lose weight, of course you do. That's literally what got you into this position in the first place, right? I talk about what comes first, hating your body, no, the diet or hating your body. And it's hating your body, right? Most of us started this fuckery around food because we thought our food, our body wasn't okay. None of us had stellar body image and we're like, I think I'm going to go on a diet because I love the way I look and I value my health and I just want to keep feeling good. No, that's not how most of us started. 
So if you're in, you know, wanting to lose weight, fine. That's okay. That's not something you need to feel guilt or shame about. I'm also not anti-weight loss, which may, I may also do another podcast on, but my goal is for you to stop feeling out of control around food. And, you know, this is something, throw this around in your head a little bit. When you stand on the scale, does it help? Really think about that for a second. How does that impact the rest of your day? Because for most of you, you want sanity. You want freedom. You want to exist around brownies and cookies and eat salads or have pizza or have a snack or not have a snack or turn down cake because you just don't really want it. That's what most of you want. You want body acceptance. You want to eat and work out in a way that feels good. And when we use these external things to tell us, if we're, quote, okay, if we're staying on track, if we're we're where we, quote, should be, every single time we do this, it rips out that rug beneath us. Any trust that you built up through the week or the day and you stand on the scale and you're like two, three pounds heavier, you're like, oh shit, this is not working. Okay, I better reel it back in. No more seconds, no more snacking. I'm throwing away those chocolates. I'm gonna really buckle down and get serious about this. I mean, how many times have you done this? How many times have you had that same situation go through in your, in your bathroom? When you stand on the scale and you're like, oh my God. And here's the thing. When you start doing this work, it's not uncommon to gain a little bit of weight in the beginning. It's not. Your body's literally creating a brand new relationship with food. Brand new. And your body. And it may require you to gain a little bit of weight. And you also may end up losing all of that and more once you stop binging. Like, I really don't know. I don't know if you got to listen to the interview I did with Lynn uh, from last week, but she brought that up too, that uh, when we started working together and she's like, so what's going to happen with my weight? I'm like, I don't know. (laughs) I really don't know. And she's kind of done that. Like her weight is settling now. She's she's settling into her kind of new body and feeling sane around food and not binging. But weighing yourself, especially in the beginning of this work, will inevitably keep you where you're at. It will, I'm not saying it's impossible. And I'm also, you know, don't think the scale is the worst thing, but especially in the beginning, for the love of God, stay off the scale. Because I know it feels safe, right? Weighing ourselves is really a sense of control. Most of the women that I work with really like to control things and people (laughs) and their food and all of it, right? We feel like we can just keep control. Everything's going to be good. However, it's also like the harder that we try to control things, the more out of control they get. That fighting, the resistance, the, oh, just go, just have to lose weight, isn't working anymore. You may gain some weight in the beginning, but what if, like, I don't, I'm a little hesitant to say this because I, I don't know, sometimes I think too much about what I want to say because I'm like, oh no, people of the 
body positive community are going to get mad at me and I don't want to send off diety messages, but like you may end up losing weight, but you may have to gain some weight to get there to realize, oh, I can literally eat cookies or brownies or donuts anytime that I want. And in the beginning, you may eat a lot of them, but it won't last forever because eventually your body is going to realize I can have this whenever. So do I really want it? Does that really sound good to me? Or do I think I'm going to pass because I know I can have it whenever I want. So it's not a huge treat or I do want it because it is a treat and I'm traveling and it looks amazing. Both of those things will happen when you're sane around food. I mean, I was an opportunist eater. I was like, anytime someone invited me to go out, I was like both ends of the spectrum, literally depended on the day of the week. I was like, either yes, I don't even care if I had dinner 20 minutes ago, I'm going out and I'm eating a whole new meal again because I don't want to miss out on this opportunity or oh no, I'm okay. I already ate even if if I hadn't. Like I was just all over. Basically, any signal my body gave, I did the opposite. Oh, you're hungry? Too bad. Oh, you're full? Too bad. Keep eating. (laughs) You know? So creating this new relationship with your food and with body may require a couple times of eating quite a bit more than you wanted or expected or even felt comfortable. I, I remember that distinctly for me that happened before I went out to, I think I've talked about it on the podcast, but before I went out to like a fancy dinner that normally would have been one where I would have not eaten all day long and saved up so I could eat whatever I wanted without guilt. I was doing this work and I ended up having like a, a quote snack at like three thirty or four. And it just turned into a full blown meal because I was anticipating the dinner reservation and I was feeling so anxious around my food that what do we do when we're anxious? We eat. And so I just ended up eating, eating, eating. And then I was so upset that I had ruined my meal. And yet, believe it or not, I still had a great dinner because you don't also have to be hungry to eat. Sometimes you just eat because that's what you do, because people are eating or someone offers you this and you just do it. So in the beginning of this work, especially, your body may change some. And even not in this work, even if you're just like not someone that has dealt with this, your body still going to change. Like maybe give or take 10 or 15 pounds over the years, like just up and down, up three pounds this month, down four pounds this month, up six pounds next month, down two pounds next month. Like your body's just going to kind of move around especially as women, especially with hormones, especially when we're PMSing. Like, it's just kind of what happens. And when we obsess over every single number, it makes us more insane. It makes us doubt ourselves. Because this is also what happens. Let's say maybe you've been doing this work and for the first time in your entire life, you're feeling sane around food. You're like, oh my God, something has clicked and I'm just eating what I want when I want for the first time ever. I'm not obsessing. I'm not counting calories or macros or points. I'm just living. 
I'm going to the, nope, nobody's going to the movies. I'm going out to, I'm getting food to go (laughs) and I'm having snacks and I'm, you know, not eating just because it's noon. Like I'm genuinely listening to my body and I feel good for the first time. I feel sane. And then you what? Stand on the scale. Well, I'm just going to, I just got to check in. You know, I just got to check. I just got to make sure things are okay. Hold up. Just make sure things are okay. You're feeling better than you've ever felt. And you feel the need to go to a scale to see if things are okay. Really check in with yourself about that. Is this really going to help me? Because what if you are up seven pounds, four pounds, whatever, 12 pounds, but you're sane. You feel sane around food. You, you're not hiding food. You're not binging food. You're just living life. What if you could just have that forever and be 10 pounds heavier and just be whatever, whatever happens to my food happens to my food. I don't really give a damn because I eat in a way that feels good. Because a lot of you are not eating in a way that feels good. And so then you think the scale is going to help you. And all it does is perpetuate the diet binge cycle. And when I say diet, I don't necessarily mean like Weight Watchers or Paleo or Whole30. I mean, a lot of us do that. But just any attempt at like, okay, I'm just going to cut carbs. No more bread for me. That's still a diet. It's still a way of controlling your food. So I also talked about in the beginning how standing on the scale and weighing less than what you'd expected is also not helpful. And you're like, what? That doesn't make sense. I'm stoked every time I stand on the scale and it's under. I'm just like, it's the best day ever. (laughs) But is it? Is it really? You stand on the scale in the morning and your weight's under and what goes through your head? okay, I have to keep this going. How do I keep this going? I have to be sure not to gain any of that weight back. I'm on a streak. Okay, I'm going to eat really carefully today. I'm really going to pay attention. I'm going to get back to the gym. Oh my God, I feel so good. I have to keep this going. Pressure and anxiety. Or at the end of the day, someone offers you cake. You don't really want it, but you're like, meh, whatever. I'm down four pounds. I can do it. Still, not really listening to your body, right? Still not really doing what we're working on. Remember the main goal. The main goal is a life outside of food and weight. The main goal is sanity, confidence in your body, and neither of those require a scale. Because I want you to feel healthy. I want you to feel confident in your body. And you know what? I'm going to, this kind of actually brings up a good point about a client last week who said, but I really need to lose weight. But Renee, listen, I really need to lose weight. I'm concerned about my health. Okay. This is good. I was actually very, very happy that she brought this to me. Again, nothing that a client has brought to me is something that I'm like, what? I've never heard that before ever. Like it's yet to happen. <laughs> Try me. If you want to, if you want to send me a message, I'm happy to talk to you about that. But that's valid. 
right? I want you to be healthy too. But many of us got in this situation around food and in our body with starting with an attempt to get healthy. If I thought obsessively weighing yourself, your food, attempting to control your food or eating for the sole purpose of weight loss, if I thought that would really help you in the long term, I would have you do that. I really would. My goal for you is sanity and freedom and I do not think attempting to control your food and weight is the way to get there. But also this goes in layers, right? Like I can weigh myself now and it's just kind of whatever. I don't actually know what I weigh. I haven't weighed myself in quite a while, but I feel like I could probably weigh myself and just be whatever. Like, okay. But I've also been doing this work for quite some time. You know, I, I gave an example last week of be, be in the process where you're at. Don't try and take the shortcut. Don't try and hurry up. You know, if, if, if what you're wanting to do is too triggering right now, don't do it. You know, in, when I was in early sobriety, I couldn't, li- I couldn't be in a house that had alcohol in the fridge for about two years. Anytime I came home to visit my parents, I had to ask them to not have it in the fridge. And it felt stupid. I felt like, what is wrong with me? Why can't, it's not like they're forcing it down my throat, but that's kind of what it felt like. I was like, I can't, I feel itchy. Like my skin gets itchy and I'm worried that like something is just going to possess me to go back to the fridge and clear it all out. And so thankfully I lived with supportive people and family that, that did that. They're like, okay, yeah, we'll take that out. We won't have it in the house. And the same thing, this is something I told someone last week too, is that when I was first started doing this, I couldn't, um, this is, sounds like such a cop out, but I couldn't help my mom do the dishes after dinner. I was, I just couldn't. I was like, I can't put food in a Tupperware container without snacking and munching and then it turning into a binge because I still had this very strict way of eating that was like, okay, if you have one extra bite and you're full, it pushed me over to the, to a binge. And that's just where I was at. I'm not there at all. I go to bars and it's no big deal. I have leftovers. I get really full. I get really hungry. I have all the things and it's not a big deal. So be in the process where you're at. You don't have to be any further along and it won't be like that forever. I promise it gets easier. I promise you will start to settle into a weight that feels natural in your body, that you just exist in. You won't have to feel this compulsion every time you see donuts or sugar or bread or bagels or chips to just eat them all now. But if that's where you are right now, okay, that's fine. Go with that. There's nothing wrong with that. And going back to the scale, the, the whole purpose of this podcast, I want you to really think, what is the scale telling me that I don't already know? 
how is this really going to help me? Knowing that my goal, my desire is to be free around food, trust my body. Is this external thing going to help me get there? Or is it just going to contribute to the problem? Is that number going to be rolling around in my head for the entire rest of the day? And it's going to dictate my food. It's going to dictate my energy. It's going to dictate my mood. Am I going to be obsessed with it and then have to do it again the next day? One of my clients was a daily wearer. I think she was daily, maybe multiple times a week. I can't remember, but it was pretty frequent. And she hadn't weighed herself in, I think, three weeks. And she was pretty surprised at how, like, the mental space I talked about that it was taking. It's like you don't realize the energy it's consuming until you stop doing it. And you're like, whoa, that's wild. Like, that wasn't helping at all. (laughs) That was actually contributing to the problem quite a bit. So ask yourself, is this helping me right now? Do I want to keep doing it? What if I don't? I know a lot of you think, well, Renee, (laughs) if I don't, I'm never going to stop gaining weight. But is it even helping? Because again, most of us weigh, restrict, and then binge. That's the cycle we're in. To disrupt the cycle, we have to be willing to do something different. The goal is trusting our body, sanity around food. Our worth doesn't dictate our entire day, our entire worth to just live in a body we feel comfortable in. All right, my friends, I hope this gave you some things to think about, to rumble around with, and I really hope that you question tomorrow or this week or whenever you listen to this podcast to just like hesitate for a second before you stand on the scale. You know, I also just kind of want to wrap this podcast up with the scale is just a scale, right? They're just numbers. They're three digits, right? They're, they're three digits. And I don't think weighing yourself is inherently bad. I really don't. Like I said, I could probably just go weigh myself right now and whatever. But I don't have to. I don't have that compulsion. It doesn't mean anything about me. But I don't think a lot of you listening are quite there yet, right? I just don't think that it's helpful. At the end of the day, yes, they are three numbers. At the end of the day, all that our weight is, is our gravitational pull on this earth. And so if you're someone that gets triggered by your, your weight or feels obsessed or controlled by the scale, I hope this episode just starts to let you think about things a little bit differently. Like, If I didn't have the scale, if I couldn't weigh myself, what, what would I do so I could feel better today? What would I do throughout these next 24 hours that would let me feel better? Instead of standing on this scale, which like I said, is basically an abusive relationship and makes you restrict and then binge, blah, blah, blah. You guys are smart, super smart. You know what to do. So before you stand on the scale, if you were to just take a wild guess, what would be helpful for you that day? 
What is it that you need? Because I don't think it's more abuse on yourself. I don't think it's more hate towards your body. And for a lot of us, that's what the scale is right now. You know, at a certain point, you can probably coexist with a scale very easily or just like throw the middle finger and be like, no, no thanks, which is kind of what I am. Like, yeah, it's there, sure, whatever, but no thanks, not interested. All right. I hope you loved this. I love you and I will talk to you next time. I just wanted to say thank you so much for being here and listening and taking time to let me into your little ear holes. It means the world to me. It would also mean the world to me if you would just take a hot little second and subscribe to the show and leave a review. This helps other people who have been where you're at or are currently where you're at find this podcast. And that is the greatest gift you could give to me. Thanks for hanging in there.